BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. SCBC said bros. I don't know if he's talking about us or the stock. Um, I, I, Luke, let's check in on the stock. Let's see how Dutch Bros is doing right now. Up again. I mean, this stock has just been ripping all week. I, I wonder what the check what the one week return is on Bros right now. Yep, and 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 th- this is the the new coffee shop uh, IPO. Correct, producer AB. Does that sound right? Yes, sir. Yep, it's uh, specifically in the kind of Pacific Northwest, um, kind of you know out in uh, Oregon, Washington. That part of the country these are everywhere they're like the dunkin donuts in the northeast where there's one on every corner in boston um and yeah i mean it's up 25 percent right. this week alone luke um up 40 40- i'm not gonna lie the drinks don't look like that good yeah they look like i mean they kind of look like dunkin donuts drinks like super yeah uh, like sugary. sort of shitty all right is it, if anybody's been to dutch bros will you please comment like this looks way better like, look at this fall. It's oh, is it PSL season? Yeah, it's definitely PSL season. It is definitely PS. They have a, right. a, a so pump. here's Starbucks. Here's let's look at the Dutch Bros site. Yeah, the Starbucks drinks look just look so much more alluring. Wait, let's look look, look at the, what we're getting in the chat. Um, Kira said, "I went to Arizona on vacation, visited Dutch Bros, and went every day. It's pricey, but it tastes amazing." All right, Matt says drinks are so bomb. Cameron is is not a fan. Not a fan. All right. So if you've been to if you've been to Dutch Bros, give us a one in the chat, um, or a two. Or if, if if you've been to Dutch Bros and you like it, give us a one. If you do not like it, give us a two. Okay, I, everybody likes Dutch Bros. Clearly, except for uh, Cameron Dole. Are you judging coffee brands by photos? Yes. The yeah, that's our DD. Yes. We're we're doing DD right now. It's very serious. <laughs> but 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 I'll say beyond that, we're asking for a reason, right? It's it's not a brand that we have in Michigan where I live, <laughs> and that's why we're asking the group. STBC lives in Oregon. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, th- this one's interesting for sure. I don't know if if the stock will hang out at these prices. It's kind of hard to tell right after an IPO. You don't have a long. I wonder. Um, what, do you know what the IPO is priced at? Price history, I believe. I believe it opened at thirty six dollars. I don't know what it, was it priced at twenty three. Okay. So okay. Let, let, let's just talk through the, the how this IPO mechanism works for a second, producer AB. So, so, so there, there's a few prices to keep in mind when we're talking about IPOs. Uh, the the first one is is what the IPO price is at. Okay, and and that that's sort of the first price that we get, and that's the price at which uh, the company is selling shares out to the market. So, so, and so, when the company is creating 10 million new shares and dumping them on the market, that's the price at which the company is selling those shares to the market. Typically, it's institutional shareholders that are buying those shares, and they're they're buying them uh, before the stock typically starts trading. Um, and generally speaking, the price increases from from the, the the first day of trading. There's a price increase versus where the stock price is at. So 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 that's the first price. What the IPO price is at, and again, that that that's where where the company is is selling their shares onto the market. Uh, the second price to keep in mind is is where the stock opens at. Okay, so so the company is going to to sell their shares for twenty three, but they're making that decision before the stock is actually trading. It's typically the next day that the stock is going to start trading, um, and and so basically the way that 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 stock opening process looks like is you know the market maker gets all the buyers of the stock, all the sellers of the stock, lines them up, 
and figures out where exactly that bid ask lands uh, and, and at what price this stock is going to start trading on the market. So 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 we had the IPO priced at $23 a share. That's the price at which Dutch Bros sold, sold shares to the institutions. Uh, then we have the open price at $32.50. That's the price at which the stock actually started trading. Uh, and today we are sitting at $53.10. Okay, so 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 for for any of the, those institutional investors who got in at twenty three, they've already more than doubled their money. Uh, for anybody who got in when the stock started trading at thirty two, you've already you're already up more than fifty percent. Um, so I mean, it's it's definitely been a hell of a run for the for the their short lifespan as a public company. Yeah, I mean, look, I think anytime you have an IPO and you're trading it right after, um, it's one of those things that you have to keep an eye on in your portfolio. Um, because you know the, the IPOs tend to trade pretty volatile after, um, you know, in the months after. So if if I have Dutch Bros in my portfolio right now, Luke, I'm not selling it, but I'm going to be watching it like a hawk. Yep. Um, I, they're asking for a tighter shot. Yeah. Um, we need a close up on Luke. There we go. Uh, All right. Yeah, look. we're just going to do it like this. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Let's let's grab first ticker out of the chat, producer AB. I saw, well, I wanted to say, I saw Marin earlier. It came in earlier, M-R-I-N. And Luke, this is one. Uh, I can share my screen. I can show my portfolio. I bought this stock yesterday. I'm up 20% okay. on it. Um, let me find the This comment. is a one-year chart daily candles that we're looking at right now, guys. Should I zoom it in, Producer AB? Rich Kaiser. Yeah, let's get it. These are daily candles. Daily candles. What do you want? Here's here's five days, 10-minute candles. How's that? Uh, no, I want, I want the dailies, but I want it zoomed in on the last, like, say, month or so. All right, here are daily candles, and you got about a month on there. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't... So yesterday, I, I was looking at the chart, and the chart did look good to me. Like, it, it you know, it obviously had... Um, it hadn't quite jumped up yet. So right now on the trade, it had jumped up not as much as it is right now, though. And on the trade, I'm up... Let me check in my portfolio... Up 19%, Luke, overnight, up 20% overnight, not an options trade, just bought the stock, and it happens to be up 20% today. Um, so let me know in the chat, is it time okay. to sell? And and so so what does the company do, do you know? Yeah, they, they do. It, it's kind of a one. SaaS company, um, and they renewed a contract with Google. So, the, you know, that obviously had a positive impact on uh, on the on the stock that they cause, so it bounced twice, which is honestly what I'm a little bit confused about because I, I I'm only seeing the one news thing, so I don't know why it would bounce twice on two separate days off of one piece of news. You got some energy in it, baby. That's what it is. And, and shout out to Cameron Dole in the chat is basically saying that that if it holds up today, uh, stock looks good in his view, and I tend to agree with that. Right? We we had that first pop. We had a, a hell of a sell-off off of the highs, and now we're pretty much back up to those highs. Yeah, we're just kind of filling that gap, but um, it is higher now uh, or earlier today than it was on that previous peak. So it got to 993, um, and now it's at 1127. So if we close above that um, you know, previous, previous high, I think we're in good shape. And maybe a prudent shout-out from Cameron in the, in the chat saying, saying – don't make it binary. Don't make it. Should I buy or should I should I hold or should I sell? You can sell half, right? You you can start easing your way out of the position, and and, um, and that might be the move to make. What I say to you, Cameron, is I like the way you think. I'm gonna go ahead and do that right now. As you can see here, I'll scroll down. History. Shout out Benzinga article on there. Yep, um, that's Randy Elias. I asked him today because so so Luke, we've talked about this before. How the whims came about was essentially Luke would, would be checking his portfolio and he would walk over to the news desk and say, hey, Brent, um, you know, why is why is my stock Apple up five percent today? Or he'd say, hey, Jason, because um, back in those days, Raz would would work on the news desk like every day. And he would ask Raz, like why his stocks were moving. So eventually we made a product out of um, why it's moving. And I asked Randy kind of same thing. Like I was Luke, you know, however many years ago that was, I was like, Randy, why is, why is Marin up 20% today? And, you know, I was like, Hey, we should do a whim on it. So this is Randy shout out, Randy. Um, history 22 hours ago, bought $300 worth. That's about 
38 shares, 37.9 shares. So Cameron, what I am going to do is I'm going to sell 14 shares right now. Wait, no, I said uh, 2019. I'll do 19 shares right now. Wait, that's to buy, to sell. 19 shares, sell, done. Thank you, Cameron, for the advice. Boom, boom. That's how we do on Zinger Nation. All right. Now you have proceeds. Let's roll it into something else. All right. Let me know what I should buy. Fridays are for YOLO trades. I don't know if that's prudent advice, like like, like selling half the position when you're already up. But typically by the time we get to Friday, I'm like so tired that I'm I'm in my YOLO trading attitude. I gave another stock on Get Technical yesterday, which it probably wasn't the right show to give it on, Luke, because it wasn't based on technicals. It was based more on the fundamentals. Um, but that's Fox, Fox Fact, F-O-X-F. I want you to check out this because the company reported great earnings last report. Um, the stock has been really strong. And I, I, I'm looking for previous all-time highs in this trade. All right, here's here's one one here's one year chart daily candles. Um, I don't know. I think it's fine. I think we just rip it. Like this is not just ripping it. I think we pick something that that's up forty percent today at high of day, and you just load into it. All right, I'll share I'm my. <laughs> I'll share let's, my. Let's find one. DMYI in the chat. If anybody has symbols top of mind that that are acting like that, daily daily movers. Um, Oh no, stop! I'm using going to use Benzinga Pro for this. AEHR is is the high is the biggest mover today. You (laughs) guys got this. You guys got that stock on this show at like five dollars. Yes, dude, hit it, hit it. Let's go for our boy. For our boy, you're at high a day. We're all at all-time highs. I'm going to buy some for Ben. You're at all-time highs. You're at high a day. You're already up 36%. This exactly fits the profile for a Friday afternoon YOLO trade. No volume. One of the last warm warm weekends of the year. Let's do it. We did it. it. History, five seconds ago, $200, 12 and a half shares of AHR. Shout out Ben of Story Trading. Um, Nice. Yeah. That 12 and a half is weird. That would screw with me, I think. I never bought a fractional share before. Isn't that weird? Ever? Never. Oh, I just always buy. Well, they didn't have it right when I started. It's like a new thing. I just always buy dollar amounts. Oh, my God. Look, we're already up. Oh, we were up. I don't reinvest dividends, bro. Half a a percent. I use it to pay down margin loans. (laughs) Spencer Israel said, said, said dividends. For, for fractional shares. <laughs> I told him <laughs> I don't reinvest those dividends. I use it to pay down my margin loans. <laughs> Slowly, you know, work it down. Yeah. Um, but all right, producer AB, we have a very special in-office guest today, don't we? Yes, sir, Luke. Um, let's get to it. Uh, before we do, I have a quick little ad for our uh, our swag that I want to play. We need we need to send some more T-shirts out to the community. So if you want to get the swag, I'll, I'll give you guys a little preview and I'll drop that link in the chat. All right. Okay. What was that? <laughs> I'm saying, but before we do that, pre- preview the rest of our show as well. Okay. What, what so, else do we have on deck today? So we have Anthony. We're obviously going to be checking in on your AEHR trade. Yep, we will do that later in the show. We have Anthony Hughes joining us. He is the uh, founder and CEO of Stonks Trading, trystonks.com. It it is a new brokerage that has not yet launched, but is taking signups on the wait list. Um, So we'll bring him here in person, Luke. Very excited for this interview. Um, And then after that, we are going to talk about the big Bitcoin news in China, how uh, China is cracking down on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And uh, yeah, that, that should round out the show today. All right, all right, producer AB. How, how, give, give me a thumbs up if the audio sounds okay. We're trying something new. You guys I can't sound- hear you. Okay, but we got the thumbs up. All right, we have, for the first time in quite a while, may, maybe almost a year at this point, an in-office guest. So, so, so Anthony, you, you came all the way out here from Iowa yep. to visit us, or maybe you're some other reason you're in town. But regardless, you're here in Detroit, Michigan. How are you doing today, man? 
Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. I'm good, man. First time in Detroit. Um, I'm from the Pacific Northwest eventually, or, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, man, first time in Detroit. Um, I was great. Detroit's awesome. A nice little gem. But uh, yeah, it's good to be out here, man. So, 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 get, give us a little bit of your background. T- tell us about your your trading, investing career, any anything else that, that just helps us give us a little bit of context. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I mean, I'm a division one wrestler, so I love to compete. Um, or former division one, too old now, but um, yeah, so love to compete. So when I was in college, I uh, kind of started trading on the the old school OG platforms, um, and then Robinhood showed up on the scene made it a lot easier for guys like us to start trading. And uh, yeah, so I've been about trading for about a decade now. Uh, self-taught, you know, YouTube kind of YouTube university kind of helped out with, with the trading uh, learnings and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so trading for about a decade, manage all my own portfolios and funds and uh, just love it. Absolutely love it. Okay. But, but, but then you said Robinhood is not enough. Right. You, you mentioned that, that you were from like, you know, the, the traditional brokerages, you made the move to Robinhood, yeah. but then something happened where you said Robinhood is not enough. And now you're, you're launching your own business. So, so tell us about that and, and why you're getting it going. Yeah. So uh fantastic question. Um, but uh, so back in January, um, we all know the turmoil that happened in the markets. Um, and um, I was actually working on another software company at the time. Um, so Stonks Trading is my fourth company. And I've uh, successfully exited two of them already. So I was wa- working on another SaaS product. And uh, I was laying in bed, reading through Bloomberg and Benzinga and Yahoo Finance. And all of a sudden, you can't trade GameStop anymore. And I was like, uh, yeah, this isn't going to this isn't going to work. There's a marketing issue here. And um, so it was like 530 in the morning. So I wake my wife up. I was like, uh, Jill, I'm going to start another company today. She's like, no, please don't do that. Please just work on what you're working on. And um, so I was like, give me 36 hours. Let's see what happens. And um, so I launched Stonks Trading with a landing page, uh, bought 500 bucks worth of Facebook advertising. And uh, we had 1,400 people sign up for the wait list in about 30 hours. So, um, so Stonks Trading is, is what we're working on right now. Yeah. All right. And, and, and one, I, I love how easy like like you know the cpc advertising makes it right where you can just throw something out there and quick get quick market feedback because we we love to do that as well when we're testing new products um but 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 tell us a little bit about the stonks trading experience like what what, what should users expect um you know how are you going to be interfacing with the users etc yeah that's fantastic so um i think we need to start from kind of the unique value proposition that we have for um our users specifically um, we are attempting to create the first user-owned financial platform, uh, the first iteration of that being a retail trading app. And um, and that was pretty much the market sentiment at the time when everybody thought like these retail trading apps were kind of on the retail trader's side. Um, and then turns out that they weren't. And like, and so when looking at the market, how we're gonna build our go-to-market strategy, I was like, man, let's just uh let's give away. 500,000 people shares of our company. And, um, and so that's literally what we're doing is we're giving away um, about a quarter of our company right now just to users so that we kind of always put our people first, right? And like that needs to be the sentiment of companies like moving forward. It's like when you put your customers and your people first, they're going to be evangelists for you and they're going to be lifelong customers. And so that is literally our value proposition right now. And it kind of falls off of uh, what Warren Buffett has believed for forever. It's uh, shareholders make the best customers, right? So what does Warren Buffett do? He only drinks Coca-Cola. He only eats Dilly bars. He only buys his mattresses at Nebraska Furniture Mart. I mean, so he is a consumer of the companies that he owns. And so with those uh, kind of building blocks in place, giving shares away of our company, putting our people first. Uh, we're going to build a kick-ass company, man, and it's going to be for the people, by the people. Okay, that's sweet. And I'm learning about this at, at the same time that all you, all of you guys are. So so, so let me ask this. In, in terms of the mechanism for, for users to get those shares, is it uh, users who are on the wait list now, uh, and then they, they go ahead and they, they create the account when available, 
Um, and, and then that's their, their gifted shares. Is it, is it basically work like that? Does everybody get shares in proportion? Uh, what, what exactly does that look like? Yeah. So, um, so right now, uh, our app, our trading platform will launch October 17th, knock on wood. Uh, that's what the engineers told me this week. Um, so in about a month in three and a half weeks, three and a half weeks. So, uh, we're, we're going to beta launch in about three weeks. And, uh, so right now it's, you go to trystonks.com. There's a button that says join waitlist, get five free shares, throw it up. Try, trystonks.com. Um, join the waitlist. There's no obligation. Um, we would hope that you download the app when it's ready, but, um, so join the waitlist. We're giving five shares away. And, um, and then the mechanism that we will, the vehicle that we'll be using in order to give those shares away is through a share drop um, on Republic. Um, so we're partnering with Republic uh, to be able to administer those shares. And um, yeah, so just join the waitlist and then eventually download the app. You'll get you'll get shares. Um, and uh, yeah, man, like we're, that is literally what I'm dedicated to right now is building a good app and giving the shares away. So okay, and and, and uh, our, our users and are going to be curious about the back end. Right. Like, like who, who are you clearing through? Who, who's custodian the assets? Can you, can you talk us through that side of it? Yeah. So, um, so we're a tech company, right? Um, we, we're not a broker dealer. And so when, um, when I launched the company back in February, um, for what I didn't even realize how much, like <laughs> how much you needed to like be in compliance with regulations to start a trading company. Um, yeah. cause I, I was a SaaS guy, not a FinTech guy. And um, so it's like, oh man, like there's a lot of stuff to do. So, um, so we are kind of using the neo bank model to where um, a, a fintech company can essentially launch a bank account and be sponsored by Bancor or BBVA yeah. or something like that. Um, and so our sponsoring broker dealer is Alpaca Markets, and they're a San Francisco-based API broker dealer. And um, well. yep, you guys know them. Yep, you guys know them well. And um, and so. The reason why we we chose them was, I think what Robinhood did, and if we back up for a second to talk about how brokerages, retail brokerages, zero percent commission brokerages make money, is it's either by order flow or by commissions. Like, I mean, those are the only really two main ways to do it. And so that was a big um, thing for me was when par partnering with Alpaca. I needed to know exactly how they cleared, right? And so, um, so instead of selling it to the same uh, clearing firm like Citadel or something like that, um, hope that doesn't get us in trouble by saying that. But, <laughs> um, but like they they go by best bid only, and they have about seven different clearing houses that they go through. And so, so it's truly a it goes with our ethos of you know trying to put the user and the customer first. Uh, but then eventually on our roadmap, we do have uh, some aspirations to go uh, broker dealer as well. So, um, but that's further down the line. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's the boring part. The, the fun part is the tech side, right? Building the application, figuring out what, what data to put in there, what the interface is going to be like. Yeah. To leave, leave that to Alpaca. And a huge shout out to Alpaca. If you guys don't know them, uh, uh, they, they just had some news. They raised a pretty big round. I don't remember. It was like 75 million or something. Yeah. So, so they just raised a big round. And I remember this must have been probably three years ago, visiting their offices in in uh, it Palo Alto. It was somewhere out there, yep. and it was like like four people there, like total. You know, it was like like two co-founders and and two software engineers. And I'm like, it's ambitious what they're going after, but you know, hey, it's best of luck, and they're doing it. So, okay, all right. So 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 that's the business. What about the stocks? Do you have favorite stocks on your radar right now? This is the Trade Idea Show, so you have to give us at least one. Um, I, no one judge me for this, okay? But I uh, I just bought the massive dip on Virgin Atlantic. Or Virgin, sorry, Virgin Galactic. So um, so I'm, <laughs> I bought the dip, um, let's see, about three weeks ago now, four weeks ago. And that, see that, dip, that, nice, that nice dip? Yep. Um, so bought it, I think it touched like 22 or something like that, uh, bought it. So I'm not, um, I, I am a YOLO guy just because I have to be stonks trading, baby, like diamond hands to the moon. Um, but, uh, I like Virgin Galactic kind of long-term. I love the billionaire space race right now. Um, I think there's a lot of momentum. Um, but I'm also a, um, 
I also do buy rights on everything I do. So, um, so I'll do covered calls. Um, I'll sell puts um, to to reduce my cost basis. And so that's what I'm doing on Virgin Atlantic or uh, Virgin Galactic because um, you buy the stock and sell puts. Oh yeah, you get super long. Yeah, I'll get long. long yeah, I'll get long. <laughs> yeah, which I, I I love the selling the puts because it at least reduces my cost basis while I'm waiting. Um, but I'll go like 10% under, like, you know, and if I get assigned on it, that's fine. And then we'll hit it again. We'll, so we'll, I'll dollar cost average, like until it, it finally turns around and, and hits reversal. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, what about GameStop? Are you long it still or no? I, I got long again for the first time in months. Was it, I don't know if anybody in the chat remembers, but it was one or two weeks ago. Um, I, I, I had been out of it for a while. I think I had the best GameStop trade of anybody. I, um, God, our GameStop story was crazy. So so we had, when Andrew left, remember when he came out against the stock? Yep. It was like 40 bucks. Yep. He broke that news on this show. Nice. Like, like where, yeah, where this yeah. show that we're doing right now, that's yeah. where he broke the news. Yes. Nice. And I saw so much energy flowing into like yeah. the chat that I'm like, okay, this is special. Yeah. And that's what triggered me to buy the stock in the 40s. Yes. Did I pay for hands it? Yes. But, but my sale price was $420.69. Yeah. You're not get <laughs> at, at like 6 15 in the morning no way you're getting better than that. like like i i checked my 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 brokerage app pre-market like when i got up like you know like like 5 30 or something like that i saw it was close yeah. threw that limit on there got in the shower by the time i was out of the shower yeah. filled it for 2069 i'm like it was meant to be but i'm i'm long again as of a couple weeks ago i'm back in the name where where are you at with it and the chat hates that i'm in this stock too they, they think it's all dead money well, I'm not, I can't comment on the dead money part because I own a diamond hands company. But um, yeah, I'm not in GameStop. Um, I got out quite a bit ago. I'm still in AMC. Um, I hit AMC at like eight bucks, nine bucks, and I'm still riding that. Um, with the so the momentum trades are, or I mean, it's, I don't even think you can call it momentum trades anymore with just how many retail investors are behind these. But I learned my lesson with Doge. Um, so I had Doge for like six months um i bought it at 0.005 cents there's five tenths of one penny um and i held it and it was like doge is just not moving and so i was like i'm done i'm out of it i sold it january 21st um of this year uh elon musk tweeted like like 47 seconds later and it, and it's been on a tear ever since so i did learn my lesson with not sticking in with the memes um but once i hit 100 percent, i'm out i, I gotta rotate to something else personally but don't don't tell don't tell that many people about it so. all right and, and and let's ask this one too guys uh let, 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 let's get anthony some help here uh put in the chat what is most important for you with with a with a brokerage app Right. So so he he's building this thing actively right now. Like I, I, this this idea is coming from somebody in the chat said, please give us it was it was Rich Geyser said, please give us a little bit more charting power. Um, but but guys, drop in the chat what is really important for you for, for your brokerage product. And, and, you know, if we're all shareholders, maybe we band together. Yes. And we start voting on these things. And there we go. What? So um, back to the the charting power. So something that we're engineering, and I showed the team um, a little bit of the app. Maybe I'll send it over and we can throw it up sometime. Um, but what we're trying to balance is like, you got to give Robin Hood props for building an absolutely beautiful product. And business. and business. I mean, you got to give them props. But from a chart, if, well, from a charting perspective, it's like there's not that much. And then Webull rolls out. And they give a lot of charting, but it's hard to use. Or, and that feels like trading view, right? And so, so what we're trying to do is like take the design flawlessness of Robinhood with overlaid charting. So we're going to have MACD and Bollinger Bands and everything, but we're, re we're reducing the amount of functional functionality you can actually do with the chart itself. And that kind of balance allows us to, to give more technical indicators uh, without making it impossible to use. Um, and then secondly, kind of our roadmap, you mind if I tell a little bit about the roadmap? Um, so we're going to launch um, the trading app here in three weeks, hopefully. Um, but uh, on the roadmap, we're actually launching a neobank as well. So we are partnering with Bancor to offer checking accounts, savings accounts, debit cards, credit cards, personal loans. I mean, like the whole gambit. Um, and then um, Q1, Q2-ish of next year, we'll throw in portfolio management so people can 
um, manage their HSAs, 401ks, IRAs in the platform as well. And we really want to build a, a super a super app for uh, for the just the retail money manager themselves, right? And like that's kind of what we're calling ourselves now. Is like we're retail money managers. Like we're managing our own portfolio. We do the best. I don't have to pay somebody a percentage. Um, and you know, with partnerships like Benzinga and stuff, we can trade and train and educate um, our people to uh, to trade better. So, and then we're gonna throw a crypto wallet in there too. But that's that's next year. So. Okay. And, and what about this one? I, I, I see a lot of ideas coming in for in here, some more useful than others. Probably the most important one that I see is, is the confetti, the, the confetti animation. You know, <laughs> I, I think that that one had to get taken out, unfortunately, when the IPO happened. Yeah. But, you know, users like the confetti. So um, I, I showed the boys here at uh, Benzinga last night, a little bit of the app. And when you execute a trade, it says, um, do you want to launch your trade? And it's a rocket ship. And so the so we actually built in an animation to where you swipe up to trade, a rocket ship follows, and then hits a moon. So we have like a moon that comes down and explodes a moon. So we couldn't do the confetti. I'm pretty sure there's a little design IP behind that, but um, but the rocket into the, the the rocket into the moon is what we have. Yes, yes. I'm all about the rocket. All right, that's awesome. Um any other questions you guys have for Anthony, drop them in the chat um uh, otherwise any any final words of wisdom for us um i guess wisdom be a smart trader right like um and like that is what we're buy the stock sell puts uh you know of course buy the high of all time hold it um no like you know when you hit 30 40 50 percent in gains especially on these meme stocks um and this is what you know we're having to tell our community now is um eventually you got to take your profits right and so liquidate 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 if you're up 100 percent, maybe reduce position by half rotate i'm not a money manager right but like um that those are my words of wisdom right and so um take your profits have fun continue to learn um and then get on stonks trading so boom all right guys i'm gonna put the link in the chat one more time really neat concept the, the giving the shares away to, yeah. to your users i didn't know about that until just now that's no, awesome yeah. i'm all about it cool, um or let, let me ask you one more yeah uh, Republic. Why why did you choose Republic uh, of all the platforms you could have partnered with for for the offering? Yeah, great question. So uh, we actually raised a small um, pre-seed round on WeFunder. Um, and uh, and so we have about 10,000 people on the wait list right now. And so um, we want to be as community driven as possible, which is why we're going crowdfunding route. Um, we are trying not to raise a single dollar from a VC. Um, this is like one of our tenants is like we don't want investment banks. We don't want VCs because as soon as I put three VCs on my board, now I become beholden to the VCs instead of our users. And so uh, Republic has a, a very good track record with getting fintech companies launched, crypto companies launched. Um, and uh, and they also offer, they're the only uh, crowdfunding platform that offers a share drop. And so they're going to be facilitating the share drop, allocating the shares to our users uh, once they sign up for the wait list. And uh, which that will be done at the end of October. So I, we, we're just solidifying the partnership with uh, Republic right now. But uh, yeah, so like they, they're able to facilitate that share drop for us, which is why we essentially went with them. Cool. All right. That's awesome, man. Cool. Appreciate you stopping by. Appreciate yeah, you hopping on with us. And the, the crowd, the, the chatters out there, Zinger Nation is, is definitely yeah. a fan of the concept. Get it. Cool. All right, guys. sir. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks. See you guys. That was Anthony Hughes of Stonks Trading. The link is in the chat. Um, please go check out the website and sign up if you have not already. Um, let's take a quick peek into my portfolio. We'll see how those trades are doing. Um, check in on AHR as well as Marin. Let's see. So, Luke, I'm down about a percent and a half in Marin right now. Okay. Or not Marin, AHR. Not okay. worried about it. Um, as Ben from story trading, Man, said, Rohan was, cannot get the camera, the camera height right today. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> All right. How about that one? That was a pretty cool concept, AB, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I I'm I'm all about it, Luke. I don't I don't know about you, but I might have to sign uh sign up for an account and switch my Robinhood over. Okay. Well, ho hopefully when you uh when this AEHR trade hits. I mean, Ben said high days, baby, or what's the deal? Cole, I just bought it about 20 minutes ago. 
Um, ben said on the show he had a very hefty, ambitious price target of about fifty dollars. So honestly, if this if this goes down a couple bucks, Luke, and I'm down, you know, no, it's 10. a swing trade. Do not let your swing trades turn into long term investments, especially since I peer pressured you into making. I will feel accountable. No, I mean, hey, if, if fifty dollars is in the future, I want to be part of it. All right, if if you say so. We'll see. It looks like we might be we might be getting some legs back in HR. Come on, baby. Let's get some green candles going. Yeah, I need some green candles. Let's check back in on Marin. Marin Software, M-R-I-N. Um, up about 25% today, Luke. So definitely some. And you hit this one yesterday. Oh, look, Cole bought AHR at his at Ben's last interview at seven. Let's go. First <laughs> Yeah, I bought this one yesterday, Luke. There were like a few factors uh, that went into it. Rodrigo, I sold Marin because I didn't sell all my Marin. I sold half of it um, because you already have twenty percent in a day, right? Someone told me to. Cameron Dole told me to, and, and I said, "Hey, he sounds smarter than me," so um, I did it. Um, let me see what what else is in my portfolio that's moving in a day. Luke Fubo has just been a dog for me. People in the chat will probably hate on me for this because I talk about Fubo. Fubo like is day. is absolutely a hundred and ten percent a put uh, selling candidate. It is. It is. Let's yeah, zoom it, it out. So here's here's one year chart, daily candles, super super tight range. Yeah, I would let, let's put that one on the books for next week, AB. Let's find some puts that we can sell against this one. Yeah, I think last time we checked on it, there maybe just wasn't uh, like that much premium that we'd be raising, but maybe uh, you know with some the higher VIX, some implied IV, that the um, premium will be good on those. I, I, I mean, I'm not out of this trade yet, but it's just been doing nothing for me. I mean, it's like uh, Anthony was talking about with Dogecoin. He said it was just range bound for so long that he got bored of the trade, um, sold, and then as soon as he did it, 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 it spiked. Um, all right, we can't see what stock this is but let me guess so it's at 1147 um give me an industry wait what are we looking for you have this stock oh, oh it's not gonna sorry oh, no, I, <laughs> I just wasn't guess. paying attention skills <laughs> it, we, we couldn't see the name of it so i was gonna guess i was asking for the industry but um i don't know if i would have gotten that one all right uh what about the crypto market today ab what what's going on man so China, as has been typical China fashion for the past, you know, few months, um, you know, has been ramping up China's, uh, you know, regulation and involvement in um, business in general. And so basically right now, China came out and said, uh, oh my God, Alibaba's down to a 145. Bro. I know it's it, it's it's holy not shit. Anybody but, in Baba? I got out of my Baba trades. I'm Fuck, still, man. I'm still looking. I might get into some leaps here soon, dude. If you bought Baba three years ago, you're break even. Let's look yeah. at how the numbers have changed over that same period of time. They've probably increased the revenue by a bunch. So over that same three years, they've doubled revenue, and the stock is flat. Uh, happy. My average Shit. for Fubo is yep twenty nine seventy six. So I, I don't know, dude. I mean, down 13. I want to know where, right where everybody's at on uh, Baba, dude. All right, Baba. One of you like it, two if you don't. I mean, this is so we're looking right now. This is a 10 year chart with monthly candles. OK, so we're zoomed way out. I mean, this thing is ugly. Bottom of range. The support I think, from three years ago matter, sort of, maybe. Um, dude, I can't believe Baba is down to 145. I hadn't looked at it in a couple of weeks. I mean, last time I checked, it was still holding on around around 200. Dropped another 25% on that. Shout out so Juan Baba, in the chat. One, you like it. Two, you don't. I see a couple twos popping in there. Um, yeah. I, I think I'll one. get into a Baba trade at about one... 35 maybe 130 so so let's look at these baba financials for a second let's do some some quick valuation math so net income on baba 45 this is really inconsistent this is tough if you average these three quarters what do you have you have uh 
120 divided by three. So they're doing $40 million of, of, of profit a quarter, roughly. So that's $160 million a year. Or I'm sorry, $160 billion a year. Yeah. Market cap is $400 million AB. So what is that? 400 divided by 160. Stocks trading at two and a half times PE, dude. S&P average is, is closer to, what, 510? S&P average? No way. Way higher. You well, I'm talking about 20? PE. Oh, okay. Not um, uh, price to... So uh, Dan's saying he loves Bob at 120. I think anywhere down there in that 120 to 30 range. All right, think- so 34. That That's the average for the S&P 500 is, is 35, basically. At average PE ratio... Alibaba, which, which Xavier wants me to stop saying Baba, but sorry. But Alibaba's at two and a half times. All right, yeah, that, yeah. that just shows the market sentiment on this one. I think as soon as we see institutions willing to come in and take on the potential risk for this, for how crazy undervalued it but, is but right let's now. Let's think about what that risk is. Like, what's the biggest risk? The biggest risk is it gets privatized, right? And, and, and everybody is SOL. That's the biggest risk. Is that realistic? I don't know. The market seems like it's pricing in some of that risk. I, what, I, what other risks could there be? Like, could there be regulation that hurts their ability to do sales? Maybe. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in the boat that I think China long term will be doing, um, you know, what? The CEO. <laughs> yeah, Jack Ma went missing. We, we, we don't know if it's the real Jack Ma that came back. Uh, Wait, on, have we not on, heard him t- talk yet? I think we have, but there's like a bunch of rumors saying that they think it's like an actor playing Jack Ma. But China he's also breaking like, oh. it up. That's one. Solar and up the solar up is thrown out there. Yeah, I mean, there, there's an argument to be made, Luke, that the potential risks um, outweigh the the potential uh, for growth in this stock. I would, however, be willing to take on that risk long term. Um, because he, I think that China will be doing what it is in its power to become uh, the economic kind of, you know, superpower of the world. And I don't think breaking up it, it, its biggest company will be, um, you know, part of that plan. But we, we'll see. Do, do you have your brokerage account open? I don't. I do. Can, can you price me out? What, what are some 120 December puts going for? $120 strike December puts um 120 let's do december 17th by puts 120 puts are 510 zoom, zoom 510 dollars so five dollars a share is that right can you yep. zoom in i can't 510 yep i got little eyes 125 normally guys the, the low on the on the day for this contract was four dollars and ninety one cents. The high is five dollars and twenty cents. Um, so trading- that might be a decent move. So you sell one contract, you're gonna get five hundred dollars right away for selling the contract. Right, five dollars a share times times a hundred shares in a contract. So you get five hundred bucks right away. Uh, as long as as Alibaba is above one hundred and fifteen dollars on December twentieth or whatever the date it is that these contracts expire. Uh, you keep your 500 bucks and enroll it into something else. Bad case scenario, let's say the stock goes down to 75 bucks, right? I mean, that would be another halving of, of where it is now. That, then you're on the hook for 70, you know, the 115 minus 75 times 100. So then you're on the hook for four Gs. I, I think another way to play it, Luke, would potentially be looking out to these very long term. So uh, this this one's January 20th. 20- 2023 um so yeah this is a year and a half away uh maybe like something like a 180 dollars strike price it it, or you could even go further i mean i sort of i can sort of get behind that okay so so let's think about this one hold on i'm sitting down so 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 you're going way out to january 2023 so that's what 15 months yep almost Uh, a year and a half you do go back to 18 dollars. what was that 180 strike 180 strike is, is, is about, um, you know, it'd be about two grand to pick up this contract. But I mean, Luke, I would be so, so, so shocked if in a, a year from now, Baba isn't back up to, you know, say $200 or so. 
Yeah, so you're paying two grand today. If the stock got back up to to two fifty, uh, then you make make seven grand off of your two. That's not horrible. No, I mean we'll take that. We'll take uh, you know, three hundred percent, two hundred percent any day of the week. I think uh, it's a long I, time, right? So You're the, way out. It's not a two hundred percent trade in a month. The one benefit to doing a trade like this compared to selling the puts is you know exactly how much you could potentially lose in in the eighteen ninety. I mean, if for whatever reason Baba just tanked and got below that um, hundred and fifteen dollar price, you would have to well, you would have to buy a hundred shares at one yeah. to to buy yourself out. Um, yeah. And for someone like me that has a smaller portfolio this way, I know exactly how much I would potentially be on the hook for. Um, and I would only do this if I was willing to take on, um, you know, about $1,900 worth of risk um, for a potentially, you know, very profitable trade. And think about it too. How could you hedge it a little bit? Right. So, so you could buy those calls. Uh, that's risky too. I was going to say, and you could also do like short something like a JD.com. Yeah, but I think all that's, something I, I would, that's I, less volatile is, I is why I'm using that one. Another Chinese name, less volatility. I wouldn't short something like JD.com just because I think it's also gotten beaten down. Um, so it, I feel like if, if we have news that's good for Baba and Baba's moving up, that JD will probably as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm thinking about it like as, as a hedge. And I'm using the JD.com because, again, it's another Chinese tech giant, but less volatile. Oh, I see what you're saying. So that if there is more and more bad news, then JD goes down and we're at least making some money off that um, while our Baba call is getting smacked. Um, yeah. yeah, and I like STBC's recommendation. So so rather than buying the calls AB and shelling out that the 1900 bucks, you could burn the money and, and be warm for about a minute. Yeah, I mean that that does provide some value. Decent, it's decent. Um, I, I get behind that. I think there are other, you know, if, if you're not that risk averse, um, you know, there are other opportunities out there that will be not as risky. Um, but at the end of the day, some of the more risky trades do end up paying off in the long term. I'm not saying I'm going out and buying Baba here. But like I said earlier, if it gets down to the $120, $130 range, I'll be looking at contracts again. Okay. And, and Hex is throwing out another suggestion. This this one I did this, this trade idea I think is a little bit better than the STBC one. Use that nineteen hundred dollars. Don't buy the Baba calls and buy tacos. That's what kind of hex? Like ground beef? We talking chicken, pork. We're talking tacos, Taco maybe? Bell for sure. Is there a dollar? 1900 tacos can we check out um what's the company yum they own taco bell right uh it's sort of confusing uh yum owns yum owns taco bell in certain geographies i believe it operates through the following segments kfc pizza hut taco bell division habit burger grill i've never heard of habit burger grill um i don't know i mean this could Wow, it's been it's up over a hundred percent over the past year. Or five, or okay, well, five do, years, you, do you know this symbol, AB? While we're on the topic, you might not know this one. What is it? Y U M C. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Do you know that one? Yumsy. Oh. They spun out China. Yeah, well, you know that uh, KFC is absolutely huge in China. 
I don't know why, but it is. Never been. Everyone loves tacos. Yep, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yum. So, so here's the thing, Luke. Look at this. So, if I have, if I pull up the five year chart, we can see right here where the COVID crash was, and it got all the way down to fifty eight dollars. Currently at one hundred and twenty five. But even before COVID, I mean, it was at about one hundred and twenty bucks and trading lower. I mean, it got all the way up to like way higher than its, uh, you know, pre COVID levels. And I think a lot of these fast food chains actually did pretty decent during COVID. Uh, when people couldn't go sit down at, at restaurants and whatnot, and you had food delivery. Um, so so this could be interesting to me because if you think about it, if we go into another lockdown, they're going to be better off than, you know. We're not locking down again, I don't think. I think no way in hell. I, I don't think so either, but that's also good news for the stock. That we're Are not you that fully vaccinated, AB? I am. I wonder where the chat is. People might not like this. I'm curious. About half the country is vaccinated now. I would guess the chat's about 50-50. I would guess about 50-50. If you want to vote, we'll, we're going to make you vote on stocks. We won't make you vote on this one. One if you are, two if you're not. I was my a holdout, but eventually got it. My point uh, that I was going with, Luke, is that I think that I think Yum is kind of insulated from any like coronavirus fears because you know everything goes according to plan. People are going to be going out more, spending more money at drive throughs um, and if something does happen, they're going to be in a better position than some of their relative peers. Wow, the chat is exactly 50-50. It's born to be freezing too, but I have COVID. Born, I hope everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> in the comment right before, that is one, but very anti-mandate. Yeah, that's kind of where I stand too. I think it's very silly, um, any mandate. I think uh, obviously companies have a right to uh, you know, do like set any regulations. That's my thing, dude. I'm tired, but also in addition to being tired, I'm all about private enterprise. Do do what you will. Their choice. Yeah, I don't think like the New York City one. Like, I'm I'm totally against that. Like, I don't think cities or state entities um should be mandated mandating max vaccines. But I think people that are upset that companies do it, it's like, look, companies do what they want. You know, you don't. No one. Dude, could you imagine if they brought that shit to Michigan? Holy crap. Oh, people would people oh, would they would riot. burn the state down. Yes. People would riot. Um, all right. What else, producer AB? Yeah, I mean, that was really all. Let us know in the chat while you're watching today. I had my eyes on the cryptocurrency at large, obviously, with the China news. Not great. Um, you know, China outlawing cryptocurrency as a whole. I don't know. Uh, so, so in China, there's this is a funny. Big- I just got a text message from Uber. I'm an Uber user. I've never been a driver. Uh, asking if I inviting me to be an Uber driver. I wonder okay, if they're that I've means never Uber, gotten that, that means Uber is struggling with drivers right now. Yeah, that's how uh, I interpret that too. Which could potentially drive up prices of Ubers if there's a shortage of supply. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I hate Uber's stock. I just absolutely hate it. I never traded it before. I I just I don't. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of any of um oh Grubhub isn't a stock anymore. They like sold them to just eat takeaway. Um Dash. I don't like any of these companies that are essentially You know what stock I love that we haven't talked about in forever? The most tried and true steady grind stock of all time. Apple. GameStop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we haven't talked about it in a while. Uh Ford. No, tried and true. Uh I mean, Apple would be okay. my guess. I just put it up. I'm not even looking at that. I'm looking at my brokerage. Oh, Visa. Visa. It just grinds, man. And it pays a dividend, too. The reason why I'm bringing this one up now is I was, I was just looking through it through my brokerage, kind of looking at what, what's up and down. We haven't talked about this one for a while. It pays $1.20 a year dividend. It's not like it's a huge dividend. But it's just one of those stocks that I've owned forever, plan on continuing to own forever. This is a five-year chart. I'll zoom it out more. This is a 10-year chart. I mean, there's no quick rips or dips. We had that COVID, of course. But generally speaking, I mean, it is a very steady stock. It's a highly embedded stock, right? It's tough to work out of the economy. Um, You know, people are going to say crypto could be the thing that would. But I mean, come on, let's give it a little bit of time there. Um, But but Visa, great, great, great stock to sell puts against as well. Steady income. You don't get a ton for selling the puts. But again, if, if you could assign the shares... 
you're buying the stock below whatever it was trading at whenever you sold the puts and, and you're owning a, a very, very steady tried and true stock. It, it's This is a core holding in my brokerage. Core holding. And we never talk about it. I mean, yeah, I, I think the, the the credit card industry has been huge. We'll see a lot of these continue to grow. Um, why do you prefer Visa compared to some of its competitors? I see MC in there, MasterCard. No, no reason to tell you the truth. Okay, now I have the reason. Look at this. So here's is a that, here's, here's the of Master. Oh, oh, I didn't hit C. Wait, what's MasterCard? Oh, wait. Oh, M A. That's right. M A. Very similar chart. No reason, I guess, no reason. Th- to tell you the truth. Visa is a stock that, that is I've your credit held. card a Visa or a MasterCard? I don't know. I think a Visa. Let's see. I think I have both. I got a Visa. I have two. I have a work card and a personal card on me. Have, yeah, both Visas. Wow. I have a MasterCard. Producer AB, when we go to Orlando on the 8th, so does that two weeks from today? All right, guys, two weeks from today, producer AB and I are going to hang out in Orlando for, for a few days. Y'all should seriously consider coming. It's going to be a lot of fun. In Twit, jo- jo- Jonah Lupton's taking us. Wait, is it over a weekend? Yeah. Frick yeah. Yep, Friday to Sunday. Yeah, exactly. We're going to get in Friday night and come home Sunday night. So I'm saying everybody should come hang out with us. Uh, but, but you know what would be fun, AB, is I've been banking credit card points all of COVID. We, we should just blow them all in, in this, this 48 hours. Points? It's like, 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 like can 3, they be used on, just on like, like $3,500 of points or anything? You will you get the best flight around and then we'll get the, yeah, we'll get a sweet hotel room. Shout out Anthony. Anthony will be there. Anthony, let us know. Um, anyone who's planning on going, uh, shoot us an email at shows at Benzinga.com and I'll make sure I pack a bag of swag. Um, well, actually, yeah, gotta, there you gotta, go. Yes. Even if you're not just registering now, please email sh- uh, power. No, do us do power hour because I'm on that one. Uh, yeah. Email yeah. power hour at Benzinga.com. Both a B and I are on it. Um, I just don't want to overload your inbox, but I got to make sure with Luke beforehand that I'm good to, uh, you know, check a bet or I, I can't. If, what if what if the only thing I bring down, Luke, is like a, a carry on full of Benzinga swag, and then I don't have anything any any room left for my own gear? I'm fine with that. And if anybody has feedback for Benzinga, I'm dropping a number in there as well. Uh, you know, go ahead and and give that number a buzz, um, and share any feedback you have for us. But all right, AB, our time has come to an end. Our time has come to an end. Coming up, we have get technical. Uh, Mark Petrino, the dean of Benzinga Trading School is going to be joining us. If you haven't heard about Benzinga Trading School, stick around um, to get technical. We're very excited to launch this um, and we want you to be a part of it. So we will get that going on Get Technical right now without further ado. Oh, here we go. Benzinga Trading School, dude. Starts next Monday. Drop that link in in the chat. I'm putting the link in the chat. I'm in. College style lessons for trading. It's, it's, God damn it. I pasted the wrong link. It's the first time we're doing education. It's going to be college-style curriculum. I'm 110% in. Yep. All right. Well, well, if you want to learn more about it and how to get a great deal uh, as part of the inaugural class, maybe a, a fancy little Benzinga diploma, join us on Get Technical. We're going to go ahead and start right now. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.